Hey guys, welcome to Colt Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Okay, reality check. Chris is in the trunk of this car, and he is dead. Kyle, that is a sad, fucked up thing, but we are going to walk into this podcast and shrut our shit down to iTunes like everything is peachy fucking keen, because tonight we're talking about Jawbreaker. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thanks for joining us this week, wherever you are in the world. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review, and rate us five stars, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. And we also have a YouTube page. You can go check out our videos on there. We have some unboxings. We got past episodes. Go check it out. Go check out our YouTube. Subscribe and leave comments. Today we're talking about Jawbreaker. It's directed by Darren Stein. Written by Darren Stein. Came out in 1999. Had a budget of $3.5 million. Made about $3.1 million in the box office. Was filmed here in the U.S. It was just there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has a rating of R and currently sits at a 7% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. We're back in that si- single digit. Seven. Back in that single digit club. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what this film is about, three of the most popular girls at Reagan High accidentally kill their best friend with a jawbreaker when kin- a kidnapping goes horribly wrong this was chris's pick chris why'd you pick the jawbreaker well i picked the jawbreaker because uh we talked about doing this film before ever since we did like mean girls and heathers i felt like this was another one that we should probably cover we've gotten requests to do this before and um i hadn't seen it in a long time but i remembered liking it when i saw it um so i wanted to revisit it with you guys and see if it still holds up does this like finish the holy grail of Mean Girl movies? No, Mean Girls comes after yeah, this. Yeah, this was out. No, 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 but I mean like... Of what the, we uh, reviewed. Of what we reviewed. Oh, like the, oh, the, you mean like, you the, think this is the trilogy? The tri- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could tell it's, us it's in a pack. Heather's Jawbreaker. No, there's gotta be... Heather's Jawbreakers and Mean Girls would be the sickest fucking DVD pack. Like, I would buy that shit. Right, right. I don't know. Is the it? Holy Trinity? What about, <laughs> what about Sugar and Spice? Yeah. Uh, I don't... Like, no. I don't think it's as beloved. It's no, not be- I, I, I would agree. Okay. Is this like? I right, don't fucking jump all over me about it. It's a sugar and spice. <laughs> Christ sakes! I mean, would you throw fired up in there? I don't know. I don't know because its initials are FU, so it's funny. No, it's not. Oh. No. Um, no, Co- but d- Cody does <laughs> comedy. No, it's a. It, I, I I don't know. For me, like. Th- I was excited when you picked this movie, Chris. Yeah. I was like, I haven't seen this also in a very long time. Um, I, this, to me, is going to finish out the the the, the holy trinity of, I feel like, Mean Girl movies. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm excited to review this. And I hadn't seen it in a long time either. When was the, Have you seen it before this, Kyle? Or Yeah, I've seen it before this. I haven't seen it in a long time either. Okay. Yeah. Mike? Yeah, seen it. Uh, not, not for a long time. Probably been though. like a yeah. solid 15 years. So, I mean, it came out in 99, <laughs> so probably... Since then, <laughs> well, it probably came out on VHS in 2000. So since then, yeah. well, that's where it really found its like uh, home was basically when it, home video. Yeah. That's where they found its home. Mm-hmm. And TV, it was on TV too. Yeah, played on TV. 
So I mean, I remember on Comedy Central a lot. Is that right? Am I thinking right? It's probably right. This is rated R. Yeah, so yeah, you can clean they it. They do up. edits for that. I know, kind I know. I'm just saying. I, I'm like, I'm surprised that this is rated R. Oh well, it's the it's the cursing and some of the sexuality. Yeah, I there's think. no nudity with well, high school students. No, I guess I guess, so, I guess right. the the sex scene that is in this movie was cut down quite a bit. Yeah, so I guess they didn't there get was an NC yeah. 17 rating. They just let him go, just get at it, huh? I don't get it. There, it went that would have made it an NC 17. Yeah, yeah. must this have been pretty bad. Film does not seem that like risque, like mm. at all. I agree. I agree. I don't know. Anyways, that well. might have been the only reason that it would have been in seventeen, which makes me wonder what the hell it was. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no, there's not like a collector's edition with a <laughs> unedited sex scene. Not that I know of. What was your impression of this film when it first came out? Because I was thinking about it. I would have been in eighth grade, and oh. I didn't see it. I didn't see it then, but I I, I would have been. I I probably saw it when I was later in high school, um, and I don't remember like being that infatuated or or like being that enthralled with it. Yeah, in I mean, it just kind of felt like it just I, from what I can remember the first time I saw it, it just kind of felt like another movie, like another '90s movie. I don't know. Like Chris it didn't, is probably it nothing, different. Nothing really I, stuck out that. Chris much. is probably different because he's he's had a boner for Rose McGowan for like. <laughs> I was right? just gonna say that's what. That, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm a boner say, right now. It's huge. Um, no, I I mean. I saw this movie actually after I saw the Doom Generation, which is what got me really into Rose McGowan. Like, and you know, obviously, I had like a little high school crush on her, or whatever. And uh, and and when I saw this movie, I was like, oh my god, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I think that's probably what I was more into than than the actual film at that time. Okay, the, Rose McGowan as an actress, as a person, as a human being. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't 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 muddy it up with this acting stuff. Where, where, you were probably you're the oldest one, so you were like. <laughs> No, no, I don't mean that in a negative <laughs> way this time. This I, film I, came out when I was 19, so it was probably yeah, the first year of college. This yeah. is probably this is more directed towards Mike's age group at this time, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I would have been like just coming out of my senior year. I, I yeah. just graduated from high school when this film so came did, out. So did you see it in theaters, like some of these movies? No, I definitely didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this would have been a film that Took I would have. Took a date to I would have been rushing to go really? see. Mike, no. I feel like it, 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 I don't know why. It just strikes me as something that you might have been interested in seeing. I guess it I, depends yeah. on how it, how it was well, advertised. I'll say, Maybe, it, yeah. I'll say it as a, I, this film came at, the, at, at, you know, there had already been a ton of teenage uh, 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 comedies, teen comedies yeah. that had come out at this time. So I, I don't think rushing to this one, I probably it probably got lost in the mix of all the other, you know, can't hardly waits and right. the, you know, everything yeah, else. Because that's like right around this time. Yeah, this is to- wait, well, wait, to- no, not even towards not really. the towards this, is, this is really towards the end of this. No, because they keep they keep going into the like. Trust me, they keep going into the two thousands. <laughs> yeah, like um, no, they do. Yeah. I mean, they're still like to this day. They're still teen comedies. This is only yeah, a no, year still- later than can't hardly wait. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they were still prominent in, in into the. I would say probably till about two thousand. Was it late nineties to four, early two thousands? Yeah, those were. I remember really us heavy. talking about it when we did uh, uh, um, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, that's we a, did have a time. We did have a whole timeline. We just started talking about all those films. Yeah, it, and it was pretty much. It was pretty much from like okay. I want to say like ninety. It's probably like ninety seven, ninety eight to. Okay. To like 2004 is like I would say probably those films were everywhere. Yeah. Either way, I think this was one of those films that I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely remember seeing it on probably video, most likely video. I probably tried to run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tried to. They wouldn't let. Yeah, they wouldn't let. Your them. parents had the restricted yeah. restricted account. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. How old are you? Nineteen. <laughs> 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 Got to be 21 to rent this, yeah. buddy. You <laughs> get. I mean. <laughs> 
I read this it out to 11. It says 18, though. Jesus, it 17 on it. And no. then I wished on the Zoltar machine, and I was able to watch. I uh, read this out to 11-year-olds who are way cooler than you, nerd. All right? <laughs> You're not getting to see Jawbreaker to fucking yeah. night. All right? <laughs> to fucking night. <laughs> How about a nice fucking chitty chitty bang bang yeah. for you, okay? Yeah. Why don't you hit the family section, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Video store terrorists. Oh my god. With that being said, let's take a break. Do not touch that dial. We will be right back. Hey guys, if you're in the Phoenix area and you're looking for something to do on September 10th at 8 p.m., make sure you head down to Film Bar and you check out uh, AGFA's Cinepocalypse. They're going to be showing Stray Cat Rock. It's going to be hosted by Monty Yazzie, who has been a guest host on several episodes of this very show. So go down there, support it, 8 p.m., September 10th. You can buy your tickets at filmbarphx.com. So go do it now. What are you waiting for? All right, we're back. We're talking about Jawbreaker. Um, it's basically, uh, it opens up with these these teens kidnapping their friend um, and sticking a, well, a Jawbreaker down her throat. And putting her in the car of the trunk of a car because it's her birthday, and right. what better way to celebrate a birthday than to horrify your friend by waking them up, yeah, kidnapping them. I, and, I know that's how I like to celebrate my day of birth. I, well, I, that's just like how I like to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I like three people in crazy mass surrounding my bed. So it's a surprisingly cheap service. I actually. mean, you guys, yeah. did, you guys did that for my birthday, except you used a red fish, Swedish fish, which I thought was kind of yeah. Didn't have the same effect. No, no. Didn't have the same effect. You were, you were choking on it, though. Yeah. Still, well, so. it was a large one. Well, it's just because <laughs> I hate Swedish fish. So <laughs> so it was effective. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by Swedish fish. Swedish fish. <laughs> the, the sweetest fish. Since 1864. In the sea. Weren't they going to, like, strap her to the flagpole or something like that? Or, like, put her out on display for, like, the... like? No, I think that I was just... Were... No, I think, <laughs> I think that was just, like... That was just Rose McGowan's character just kind of, like, trying to sound like they're going to do all this crazy shit but really it just was amounted to them eating pancakes oh, and I then see. going to school gotcha yeah was she gonna eat pancakes in her underwear though <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not really a thought well thought through plan Couldn't get her uh, some pants or anything not dumb high school kids you know yeah exactly well, well that's I, how you end up with a job breaker in the throat and yep. killing your best friend yep the thing you don't expect is that the leader of the group courtney is just like well fuck it we got to come up with something because i'm not going to let this ruin my life Instead of being uh, like, well, we accidentally killed her, like Julie uh, wanted to do, Rebecca Gayhart wanted to do, um, and and turn her in. And you got this kind of crazy downward spiral that continues throughout the film as they're trying to keep this lie together. Mm-hmm. And uh, another student who's not so popular, you Leaf. know, Fern. Fern. Fern Mayo. <laughs> Fern Mayo, which is a great name. Ketchup. Can I just say that? Mayonnaise. I will I will fight that name. Fern Mayo is one Cold of my favorite. Mayo. Is one of my favorite. Yeah, we're just like, how can we think of the ugliest this name? This name, right? It's just Fern such a Mayo. shit. It sounds like mud. <laughs> <laughs> like it does. It just sounds shitty. Yeah. It um, sounds like the real name of a Batman villain. Yeah. Or like mayo. It's like it's like Poison Ivy's real name. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a band that Daria would have been in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I don't just, get the reference. Uh, you didn't have cable. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, Julie steps outside of the group. She gets ostracized from the group because she decides she's going to do the right thing. And they kind of convince Fern, who 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 realizes that these girls did this. Yeah, she this, caught she caught them red handed and yeah. saw the dead body, and 
and decides that she's going to be popular and keep their secret yeah. instead. In exchange for silence, you get fame. Yeah. And I was kind of like, the motivation of this film is is obviously they, Courtney doesn't want any trouble. They didn't really murder this girl. It was an accidental death. You know, they would have gone and got some jail time. And then they kind of, like, to jump to the end a little bit, they kind of turn it into murder. <laughs> like, What do you mean? Like, back on Courtney? Well, I think with right? Cor- with Courtney, she always wanted to be the leader of the group, and right. she I knew so, that Liz sure. was the she was the leader because she was the nice one, and you know uh, everybody kind of liked her. Even mm-hmm. Fern's Fern proclaims her kind of obsession with Liz, right. and you know how how wonderful she was. But Courtney was always jealous of that, and she always wanted to be the leader. Right? Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. So that's I think that that that's that's absolutely what feeds into this. Let's just keep it a secret thing. It's like she sees she sees leadership at her grasps, and she's like, "Nah, let's just let's you know, let's just pretend this didn't happen." Do you feel? I don't know if I got that impression that Liz was the leader beforehand. I got I always got the impression that Courtney was always well. You 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 you, you literally have one scene to get that impression. So you have to go off of what you have to go say. off of the 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 voiceover at the beginning and mm-hmm. people's opinions of the group in general and the overall opinion was that Liz was the leader. Mm-hmm. That Liz yeah. and, and keep in mind the the, the the opening narrative that's being told by Fern. Right. She is the one which is why she talks about how beautiful uh Courtney Liz Liz mm-hmm. is <laughs> She has, she has Mike gets names right. Watch as Mike gets every name right. <laughs> God damn it, these names. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. But it's um, it's a dark comedy that kind of pokes fun um, at the viciousness, I think, of teenage girls. Um, And in my opinion, I think it does better than a 7 fucking percent Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like... I, I don't know. I thought the comedy was very sharp in this movie, and the story the story definitely has its problems. Yeah, I know. I think I think my biggest issue with with like the 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 script itself is there. There's just a there's just a moment where you're kind of like everything feels a little bit forced and contrived. Like even the dialogue, you know, is trying to be super quick witted and like, but at the same time, I'm kind of like. Eh, it just doesn't feel natural to did you, me. Like, yeah, but did you at any point? Because I did this. I wondered if that was 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 a choice by what? the by the director. I think he saw Heather's and he was like, "Well, that was a sharp, quick witted movie. I want to write something like that." Yeah, but I feel like this movie is somewhat self aware of itself. Self aware of itself. Like, I don't. I don't think it, if you're saying it's, you think it's like a Josie and the Pussycats. I don't. No, I don't think it's that. Like, I don't think it's that far. Okay, I don't. Um. But I think it knows exactly what it's trying to be and is, and then is playing up on like this stale, like you know what I mean. Like if everything feels feels very sterile and stale in this movie to me. I don't know what, what do you mean by that. Like, um, like I know like the the the, the costume designer was going for like a candy look with like a lot of the costumes. So the 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 colors are so bright and solid and stuff like that. Like clueless. Um. Yeah, because she wanted to basically represent the jawbreaker and the colors on the jawbreaker. So that's why the girls' colors and like stuff okay. stick out like a lot. So I, I noticed that, and there's always like the, it seems like everything has a sharpness to it. To me, like I in guess I it. see I see that more as like and, the opposite of stale. And, like it, like like 
like not everything stale. was very poppy and like not, no not stale sterile like well, as far as uh, like sterile okay yeah like even I, I i guess i mean that more with line deliveries you know what i mean like it's very like there's almost like a cadence to it when you watch it like it's very ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, uh. it's not like it's not it's very unnatural the delivery of lines I that's why like i was saying movie. it felt kind of forced because it was like i don't really like i i, I don't get me wrong like I you know we've seen Rose McGowan play this kind of character before sharp and 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 sort of bitchy and you know what I mean like that's not an unusual way for or a character for her to play but like at the same time like it just seemed like everybody had the right thing to say you know no I, and I think that was definitely contrived that way and I even think that the way that everybody delivered their, their lines was contrived that way like I said there was a cadence to the way that Rose McGowan was delivering her lines I noticed that the same with the other characters too I feel like Rose the way she was delivering her lines was as if she was reading them off a postcard that um she couldn't really make out that well yeah I totally agree with that I I, I see where you're you're coming from and saying like okay maybe it was a director's choice to keep it very Stale or st- or, or 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 I Sterile guess. Sterile was the word. Sterile was the word I used. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the word you used. I didn't think that because I didn't get that from a lot of other characters. I really only got that real canned vibe from Rose McGowan, which like led me to believe, okay, either a this was some kind of weird character choice that she made, or it's just like the deficiency in her acting but he, but because the there's supporting characters around her I think are solid as fuck in this movie in terms of their performance. I don't think it's a choice that she's making be- namely because there are moments where she actually has like a really good delivery and a really good like it, it like it, like she's standing out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like for for I feel like for every just like completely like monotone like delivery that she does there's this one moment where she really plays it up. And it's almost like she's just really inconsistent throughout the entire film. Mm, I feel like... So I don't know, like, I don't know if they just, that was the editor's issue or if there was some, you, a lot of... Let me ask you this question. What's up? When you yeah. noticed that she was a little bit more up and vibrant, was it, was it when the character was around a large crowd or a group of people? No, not necessarily. Not 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 that I recall. Maybe maybe it was. I can't. I would say one of her best part performances in the film was when her and Fern were really like at each other's throats and, in the thre- and threatening each other. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, like I that was, that, was that, that was good from both of them. And I was right. like, I don't know who's the you know the top dog here. Like, is it right. is it Rose McGowan who has been the whole film, or is Fern starting to get like her comeuppance and realizing her power, which she says, you know, like I know right. I I hold the power, but both of them seem to be like equal in like like just that that evilness. Mm-hmm. I just think I. That the like Rose McGowan's character was like the one thing that I feel like I kind of had like an issue with this movie because I, I was thinking to myself I'm like God you you don't you don't play the evil bad person very well and maybe it's just the way she was delivering her lines but she just wasn't convincing it didn't feel real or anything I feel like my skin is screaming right now I don't care let it scream <laughs> <laughs> because I absolutely love Rose McGowan in this movie I'm gonna agree I think she plays the bitch I, very well so fucking good it doesn't feel real at all but I don't think it's supposed to like in my opinion I don't because it I, doesn't make sense if all the other characters around her are are playing straight why is she gonna be this like hyper reality version like i don't feel like they're even playing straight like her sidekick um uh uh, god what's the julie ben's uh no julie that's the actress that oh julie ben yeah uh marcy yeah foxy 
Um, it's like so like an outrageous of a yeah, but she was weird, consistent, weird, wacky character. Uh, and, and there was not much to her character, but she played it consistently. Like yeah, I felt like she's like the the um, uh, flavor Flav. Uh, of <laughs> to her Chuck All D. Right. Yeah, to All her right. Chuck D. <laughs> exactly. She was All like right. the hype man. She oh, was like the hype man. She was like, get a Courtney, yeah. Get a get a Courtney, yeah. Yeah. Like totally. she yeah. was. And like that was her role. And like it was over the top and some of the stuff she said, you're like, what? Like that's ridiculous. Right. And like I was I was saying before, like, I feel like this is like we're gonna make the nineties version of like uh, a a John Hughes film. Mm-hmm. Oh, where it's like you got the 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 ugly girl we're going to make pretty. We got that storyline in there. And then we got like the evil the evil 90s version of uh a head girl which I feel like she played it almost in like a parody of movies before it where it was like the like I said before a cadence to it and like the delivery of like I'm a evil valley girl. Like it was like very much like that to me but it was just done really well and it felt like it fit the character well i don't know i'm not probably not doing it justice but yeah i I just like i just agree with mike i think i think if she was going to be that she should have been that through the whole film i think there was inconsistencies with her performance do you agree you agree with mike you see okay Okay. like i don't know i just thought she played the the fucking character great and she i think she's like the the shining star of this film Uh. Like I mean, I think Rebe- Rebecca Gayhart is the most. Yes, shows the most, the most range. out of like an actual range, and then I mean, she's the main character. Yeah, she quickly becomes the main character, yes. the one that's supposed to save the day, mm-hmm. and I and you see the most out of her. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know if I buy that, and even even Fern, like, I I mean, I don't think Fern even needs to be in this film. Quite honestly, that like that had entire storyline, yeah, just seems gonna... like added. Like I don't get me wrong, I do like the idea, and I've liked this in a lot of other films as well. The idea that you know a nerd is decrying the idea of popularity and how fucked up it all is, or but in reality, really just wants to be that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then and when then she gets to is be immediately it, corrupted and yeah. then becomes one of the worst ones. Although I will say this though, Fern is not that person though. She does. She's not the type of person that's like that. She's kind of like a person that's just infatuated with this girl that dies. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point where you think it has to be romantic, right. yeah. You know, you do get that feeling, and she gets to be her instead, mm-hmm. and turns into even worse of a monster than Rose McGowan, albeit one of the dumbest people I think I've <laughs> seen in films. <laughs> because <laughs> I have no idea. There's that one moment where it's between her and Rose McGowan, where she's kind of like, "I'm taking over the school." Mm-hmm. Like, where does she not see? That Rose McGowan, most ha- Rose McGowan's character has all this leverage on her, where she can just be like, "I just, I'll just tell everybody you're fucking Fern, asshole." Like, well, because she thought she had Rose thought she had more leverage over Fern, or or I mean, yeah, uh, the, Fern, the opposite. Fern. Fern thought she had more leverage over Courtney because because she could just say, "I, you guys killed Liz." Yeah, yeah. but then she doesn't even fucking like bother to follow through with that because she, she shows up to school shatters a bunch of things and just goes ab- and absolutely collapses but yeah. but, after that, she te- but after that she teams up with rebecca gayhart and they but tar- i feel like rebecca gayhart's the one that has to actually it's motivator to fucking and do it that actually right. to which it, about, it's like well what is that an empty threat what's funny about it too is it's like it's not like i mean they do try to go find like evidence or whatever that this actually occurred which they don't but like then it just it just 
happens to show up in her lap, like the no. evidence. Oh no, it was totally foreshadowed. Come on. Oh, I know it was foreshadowed. If you, yeah, of course it was. But like, what I'm saying is like, it's just kind of funny how it's like, oh, so and so's mom brought over this bag of things, like you know that she thought you would want, <laughs> and it just happens to be like the evidence that they. I love. I I love that scene because I was thinking to myself, I was like. What mom who just lost her her daughter wouldn't look through the stuff that she's putting in a bag? Like she's just blindly throwing it into a bag. Didn't like, think to open it and see. Oh, this is sweet. And like she just saw the outside. PJ like, Souls. That's and she answer. like she like she like <laughs> hucked it across the room and it landed in the bag. Like PJ Souls is your answer. Yeah. She's been through enough shit. Let's talk about <laughs> another character that seemed kind of pointless in this movie, and, okay. and that's Pam Greer. <laughs> The cop. Yeah. I mean, what purpose did she really serve other than to, to put arrest a she, Marilyn she, ser- she served at the purpose of, hey, we have Pam Greer in our movie. Yeah. Hey, yeah. maybe we can make this a cult film. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. Because I was like, I mean, I'm not mad that I she was the, in the I movie. The I just, also I mean, starring her and featuring was just like never ending. I was like, how many also starrings are they going to put in these opening featuring credits? The Donnas. Featuring. <laughs> Pam Greer. Remember when featuring. the Donnas were in stuff? I do. Yeah. This like was this like, movie? Yeah, this. I feel like they're in other movies, too. Nah, I think that was just music videos you saw. With, yeah. like, people like this in there? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> it's probably Maybe the music video before, was from this, this movie. movie. Yeah, yeah When they used was. to do that shit. <laughs> no, but, but Pam Greer's character, like, she comes in, and I guess it's to put a little pressure on the situation, but she never ends up, like, really it's doing what, anything. It's, what, it's really what kind of starts the conflict between the girls besides... It's uh, as I an feel extra like that conflict existed it, already. It, 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 it did exist, but it it made I guess it put yeah, like Chris said it put more pressure on on that. It caused I, more pressure in the relationship for them to to jar apart. I don't. Th- I, don't I, I didn't. I, I it didn't, wasn't. Needed. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't no, get that impression. I, I felt like their 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 situation was already kind of a powder keg right there. Yeah. I thought. I felt like Pam Greer was just like any other adult in this film, which is just a, okay. like a bumbling idiot. Well, that's yeah, a, she's definitely a bumbling can I be, idiot. Can I be? That's tell you where you're wrong. Pam Pam Greer is like no other adult in any other movie. It's Pam Greer. Whatever. <laughs> there is this weird scene where it's like Rebecca Gayhart goes to finally make the confession about everything, and Pam Greer is immediately dismissive of it. He's like, "We yeah. got the guy." Yeah, yeah. So I don't guess need... what? I'm out of here. Yeah, it's I don't like, need to work anymore. I'm no done point, with this. It's just shit. like, yeah, all right. Case closed. Oh, I'm yeah, so, that's this how that's how it is on also, the streets. Also, say how how fuck. I mean, you know, this is a dark comedy. I thought one of the darkest parts about it was the fact that Courtney went back and had sex right? in the dead girl's bedroom to make it seem like she was like well, ra- the dead raped girl and killed. was under the bed. Yeah, yeah. That, how does that work? What do you mean? You just put it under the bed? I just it doesn't, <laughs> no, it just doesn't feel like a very SV. It, it feels like if, if I was watching SVU, they would have caught this. Yeah, because I'm. It's his like DNA is not so the only person. his yeah. DNA person made it thing? onto the bed. Not nothing about nothing yeah, that that's had what to I'm do saying. with her. It <laughs> like, just seems like this is just like a really far fetched attempt to try to be like. It's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. No, th- but that's the thing is like this movie doesn't have to make, in my opinion, doesn't have to make that much sense. Like it has the basic story structure there. You know where Couldn't it's hurt. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know where it's going, and you're. I feel like you're more invested in the in the craziness of the characters and the craziness of where the film's going than I don't know, like a solid, like solid story because it is ridiculous. Like any point, it's like you could have just picked up a fucking phone and called the cops, like or like. There's outs to everything in this movie. There really is. Like there's really no. I guess there's really no true conflict, like as far as like or danger, I should say, not conflict. There's no true danger. Uh, I mean, somebody dies. I mean, 
I mean, like, that that happens, but I mean, as far as like you know, you, you, you like honestly, I I hadn't seen this in so long. Like watching it back again at, at, with the end, I was like, I kind of want Courtney to win because that would make this movie that much better. Why? Yeah, just the the villain winning in a, in a dark comedy. I feel like is the, is is the way to go. Like I don't the, me personally, like giving it the happy ending. I I feel like kind of. Like it would have been better if just like nope, the fucking mean girl wins. I don't really know. Sorry, it's a happy ending. I mean, the character of Courtney has like zero redeeming qualities. Who wants to? Yeah, she. Like, what are we? No, the why whole, are we the wanting whole, her to win? The whole crowd is like throwing because it's a dark comedy. You, see, you take the you take the audience for a ride, and then you give I mean, them something you, you they can don't do want. that in so many different it's ways. Fun. I'm just kind of curious, like what happened. Like is like the is the whole revenge part of it just that the high school class knows that she did I'm it? Pretty she, sure she got. Arrested? Did yeah. she? I mean, she? Okay. She committed I mean, murder. I feel like everybody should get arrested. Well, yeah. it would be mean, like what it'd be called. It would be manslaughter, right? Yeah. When you don't intentionally try to kill somebody, but you do. Sure. Yeah, I think so. I'm not a lawyer. He's not a lawyer. He's not a lawyer. Not a lawyer. <laughs> he took his lawyer cap off before he stepped in this yeah. podcast room. <laughs> How dare you it. ask him for legal advice now? Who's your favorite character, Kyle? I want to know. Uh, my favorite character in this movie is uh, the character Julie. I liked her. I, I liked her progression through the film. Uh, I liked her performance a lot. Um, you know, I I liked seeing her go from like the 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 shitty bitch of high school to kind of a little more just down to earth and like whatever type of thing. Um, yeah, I thought she, I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this movie more when she was. On screen with scenes. Do you, do you think like she's? The, I think she always had that good spot in her because she is the actual best friend of Liz, and Liz was supposed to be like the, the all around like good one and good and pretty. Right. She had it all. <laughs> that pitch. Um, <laughs> and like, uh, oh my god, uh, Julie is basically kind of like the same. Would be the same person, whereas like Courtney and uh, Foxy are kind of like the same person. It was like a weird group. Yeah. But with similar friends, kind of like this yeah, foursome. I agree with that. Kind of <laughs> like this foursome. <laughs> Chris, who's your favorite character? I have two favorite characters. Damn. All right. First favorite character is going to be Courtney. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think she. I get back going back to what we said. I think she plays like the conniving bitch really well. Um, maybe she wasn't completely consistent throughout this film, but uh, but I did enjoy her performance. And then I would say Mrs. Sherwood, Carol yes, Kane. Yes, dude. Yeah. Carol Kane's she's so one good. of my. She's got a you know. A, she's got a, a pretty decent role in this and she pops up, you know, uh pretty frequently and I don't know there's just something about her personality that I just like watching on screen. She's Dude, her unveiling the prom queen is like one of my favorite scenes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it takes forever and she's like trying to build it up so hard to like the the kids. And this is like the like the innocent shit she says like when like the prom king like starts dancing with her and she's like, "Oh, you were always the spirited one." Like <laughs> just like so nice about it. Mike, who's your favorite character? I mean, I even though I said that she was useless in this film, I would say Fern because I it was the one it was the one performance where I was like I wish this was the centerpiece of this film because I would have had a better connection to it. I think that's why Mean Girls is a better film than this is mm-hmm. and why Mean Girls Mean Girls does such a better job. It's she's just better. I mean, that the idea of, you know, that anybody can be corrupted by popularity and then, you know, yeah. you know, she eventually comes. It's it's the same it's generally the same story except that she's not in any way used correctly mm. in this film. She's just a throwaway character, unfortunately. 
And I like Judy Greer as a as an actress. Yeah, I was going to say, I think she's the one who's still, like, kicking around, right? Out of all these people? Kicking around? Like, it's still acting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ju- Julie Benz was in Dexter. Kicking around. Julie Benz was in Dexter. Marilyn Manson is still making music, as far as I know. <laughs> is he? Yeah. I mean, oh, I well, his so. giant role in this well, film. He's doing right. a ton of TV. Like, and uh, and Rose, McGowan, Rose McGowan's a director. What's she direct recently? She got some... Recognition for doing a short film just recently and oh, a short film. She's doing stuff. She's doing no, stuff. no. But I mean, I'm just saying, she's like, it's I mean, star. She's I'm news. saying by star power. I'm saying star power. I think Rose McGowan is probably more recognizable than anybody in this film. Yeah, still to this day. I mean, people might know Rebecca people, Gayhart from being yeah. the Noxzema girl, but I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what I know her from. Thank you. Oh my god, I was wondering that the whole time I'm watching this. I'm like, what other movie do I know her from? You know her from the commercials. And yeah, she was a Nazima yeah. girl for Wasn't a long time. Wasn't she in Scream Two? Uh yeah, she was. Yes. They actually, that's yeah, that they were both. That's the connection between Rose McGowan and this is that they were yeah. both in the Scream. I'm gonna scream have too. to be on the same page as Chris, though. It's for me. It's it's it's, Ms. Sherwood and it's uh, Courtney, Courtney Shane. <laughs> like those are my t- those two characters made me laugh harder than anybody else. Like even the end, like got me when they're just throwing their corsages at her, and they take that fucking picture of her face, and they're just looking, <laughs> looking so miserable. That's it's like great. the one thing I always remember from this film is that very last, like her walking through and her makeup just melting off of her face, and she's making the most ugly like expression. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> It's really funny. I don't know. I like that. Uh, let's take a break. and we come back, let's talk more about the technical side of this film, shall we? I know you. I know all about you. You're the one in the corner at the dances that the geeks won't dance with because they're at home fucking old pervs in cyberspace thinking they're doing some hot babe. There's nothing to hide, Vern. You're nothing. We're everything. You're the shadow. We're the sun. But I'm here to offer you something you never dared dream of. Something that you were never meant to be, but will be. Because today, Fern, my dear, fate has decided that you are cool. We're going to make you one of us. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking about Jawbreaker. I want to get into some of the technical stuff. Yeah. Um, I we I heard the ripping on platforms earlier and... Yeah, my biggest one of my biggest gripes with this whole film is the don't fucking you, style in this you movie. Fucking dare say that it's so nineties. It's not even funny, and it's not even like it's I like don't, MTV nineties. Like, like the thing with like I was thinking like okay, the thing with like Heather's and stuff like that. Like I feel like even that style holds up better than this fucking style does. Oh, it's like, it's I'll such agree. a style of its time though. Oh, it is that like a time make capsule. It a good thing. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's a style of its time. I think this is the tail end of its time. I don't think they knew what the fuck was going. No, on. No, dude. Like, like, <laughs> like, I am actually, I'm actually shocked that they didn't have more like animated transitions, like the next scene spinning into, yeah. into frame. Like, <laughs> what, what, yeah, it was just like fucking all these wipe fucking transitions. Yeah, those are weird. Not only that, but sound effects can we talk go about along. It? Yes, please. I fucking what hated the, the sound effects in this movie, like. I got like I got ten minutes into it, and I was watching my girlfriend. And I just looked. At her, I was like, "What the fuck is with these sound effects? They're actually pissing me off at this point." <laughs> it was. They made me, I'm they made me angry. angry. I'm getting. I thought so I was angry. watching a fucking Looney Tunes, like a Merry Melodies or some yeah. shit. <laughs> like, why is this? Why is this here? He's like, "Look at my tongue." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, like, I, I gotta fucking that. do some weird. Yeah, it was just. It's so true. Because they well, were making a cartoon. 
Oh, yeah, man. That, now they're making a cartoon. Now they're making a cartoon. I feel like they were just throwing <laughs> shit against the wall in some places. Like, yeah. It, it was, was like, it, it's totally just, it's totally nice. It's totally has like a 90s fucking, like, just that, that MTV kind of culture thing. Yeah. Like, just just wacky sound effects, weird oh. transitions, and it's just. And the hairstyles. I fucking. I loved the hair. Dude, uh, I love that. I love uh, that time period, though. I guess so. That Like, I, I can love it. I, Fern's, Fern, Fern's hair really didn't get better. Like. No, that. that yeah. That hairstyle was in though, at that time. Yeah, I remember who, girls, ro- who else was rocking that. I can't uh, remember. Soccer moms. <laughs> okay, so high school girls you know? for sure. <laughs> and no, and the bitchy girls at your high school. You, you, you want you want to know, you want to know the perfect recipe for make to make your film timeless. Uh, only have the trends, the current trends in it. <laughs> That way it ages nicely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I love that part of it. I really. I do. couldn't fucking stand no, the technical side it. of this movie. Is the thing that just just killed it's me the, to the it's bone. The worst thing about this. It film. is the fucking worst thing in this movie. And, and what's the whole th- like? Even like the 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 opening credits, like with all the photo the photo montage type thing. It's so nineties. Like, it's it like it could have been done better like than it was like if they're going to go that route i feel like they could have really done better but it just like we already saw like all those photos like up on the mirror and stuff like that and then it goes into the fucking like credits and it's all the same photos you mean like, the opening credits yeah i'll tell you where they didn't go wrong where ruka salt Oh, fucking, I love shit. that fucking song. Volcano Girls. That's a great song. <laughs> I remember when that song. The when that, soundtrack. Right when you turned on this a, thing, oh, I was just God. like, I got excited for the movie for about hey. until that song ended because I was just like, man, I love and that song. You know song. what? Your favorite, great... ba- your favorite bands uh, in this Letters from Cleo. Oh yeah, Letters from Cleo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. quintessential '90s band for for fucking movie for movies, soundtracks. Yeah. Did you hate the soundtrack? I didn't like it. Really. No, I fucking I loved it. it. I liked it. You I fucking it was, would. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Jesus, if there was Limp Biscuit on here, you would have had an orgasm <laughs> watching this movie. I thought that the uh, soundtrack was like the one thing that I actually enjoyed. There were some contrived parts. There's a there's one seventy song in it, right? There's like a like a Tom Petty song or some bullshit. I don't know what they did. Was there? I don't remember. Can't remember. Sorry, I man. I can't remember. I, I'd have to look it back on it. But there is one song that is not a nineties. Where else? And then kind of rolled my eyes, like, okay. Here I we went go. and looked, and I was like, "Was there Smash Mouth in here? Did I miss Smash Mouth?" Like, <laughs> was there yeah. Smash Mouth? <laughs> I, I did not mind the uh, soundtrack. I thought it was the best part of the film. I enjoyed the soundtrack. I, like I said, I also enjoyed the costuming. I like the idea behind it of actually just trying to capture like hard colors, just because of like hard, bright colors that are in candy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I have no problem with it. And dude, I I I lived in the time when girls were wearing. Four inch flip flops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? like, they were that fucking tall. And it was. I didn't like, like it then, and I definitely don't like it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me, like, at all. So I don't know. That's just me. What do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? Do it. All right. What are we rating it? We're rating this uh, Marilyn Mustaches. <laughs> since uh, Marilyn Manson makes a little cameo with a pretty sweet, like, handlebar mustache. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with Mike's positive review. I'm gonna give this uh, two. It's what wow, that's higher than I thought yeah, you were gonna too. give it, dude. <laughs> Holy crap! Only because I can understand where some people would I, I, like. But it, asking me if it's a cold film, yeah, I understand where it could be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a dark comedy. Fits in the thing. It, it fits into that kind of category of like the type of films that were coming out. Like again, like a Sugar and Spice or something like that. Like I get it. You know, but this this film is like the last dying breath of the 90s, <laughs> like encompassed. 
It really does feel like they're like, one last time, man. Let's just throw some Veruca salt on that shit. Like, I don't know. Like, some chokers would be nice. Yeah. Put some chokers on these girls before it all goes downhill. Y2K's happening tomorrow. We don't know where we're going to go. So let's just live it up. And that's how I feel like this film was. And they just did it so poorly, man. I just, I, I'm not a fan. But I will say there are things, you're right, like soundtrack I liked. Uh, you're right, maybe I do like the colors and stuff like that. It's a vibrant film, but yeah, that it's only getting about two. Two moustaches from the, the old Marilyn Manson from me. <laughs> That's two from Mike. I will go next. Um, oh man, I feel like... Crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you feel crazy? Yeah. Oh, shit. Here it comes. Okay. I'm at a 4.5 oh, for this movie. Oh, my God. Hey, oh, can I just say shit. something? Me and Kyle called that shit before you even walked in the I door. I think you would. Wow. I, I fucking like, going to like this fucking I didn't film. think that was coming. Damn. I, I fucking love this movie, dude. I don't know. I think it's hysterical. Like I'm along for the ride. Like it, it had me laughing start to finish. Like I don't know. I get it. It's my type of film. Like This takes... I love movies from fucking... I will openly admit that I love movies from like 1999 and early 2000s (laughs) just because they all look the fucking same. They're dated. And I feel that's why this is part of a cult film. It definitely captures that time period fucking perfectly. (laughs) It really does. So uh, yeah, four and a half for me. I fucking love this movie. Rose McGowan's hilarious. Like the whole cast is good. Just watch it. Kyle. (laughs) Jesus. How do I follow that? Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm with Mike on this. I'm going, I'm going two on this film. Um, I just didn't find it a super entertaining film. I thought the concept would was interesting. You could have done something. I think maybe better with it. I feel like the acting in this film, uh, especially from Rose McGowan, it's just a little flat or inconsistent. Maybe. Um, technical like fuck you and your sound effects like. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't have much that I can say I really liked about the film. I mean, <laughs> I'm not even really sure why I'm giving it a two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, um, you know, to to the point of the look of the film. Like, yeah, it looks dated, but you know, I am a I am a fan of like oversaturated colors. So that was that was awesome. I think that um, I think that uh, shit. What was the actor's name that played Julie? Oh, Rebecca Gehar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought she was absolutely fantastic in the role. Um, I th- thought her performance was great start to finish. I think she she did what she was supposed to do. And I even feel like the the supporting girl, um, Foxy, I thought that she was solid because she was the consistently kind of the same character throughout the whole film. With the exception at the, at the prom, she seemed to almost be this distant character, not part of the group anymore when it came to prom. I don't know if you guys caught on to that or not, but it, mm. it felt like she was just, it was just Rose McGowan at that point on her own or something. Um, yeah, two for me. I mean, I completely and totally agree. It is a cult film. I know for a fact it is. It's just not for me. And Chris is your pick. You're last. Uh, I'm a little surprised with my own rating. I'm giving this a 2.5. Um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't dislike this movie, um, but sure? I I don't particularly like love it either. I I I thought I loved it a lot more um, before I went back and watched it again. And for me, like a lot of the jokes and stuff just didn't land. Like I didn't find myself laughing out loud. I didn't find myself like 
being like, oh my God, that was su- like such a s- good, like, you know, good comedy. Like, you know, like yeah. the, the lines are so witty and so original. Like I didn't find myself saying that. And like, of course this is a story that we've seen before, like in other films. Um, I, I did like Rose McGowan's character. I, in fact, I liked most of the characters in this film. Um, you know, I don't have any complaints a- a- about that. It just, it just felt like kind of a, poorly written film like it could have done more and i i wouldn't not recommend it i would recommend everybody see it at least once but um i just wish it would have held up a little bit better for me i wouldn't give it a seven percent on rotten tomatoes but i'm definitely giving it a 2.5 maryland mustaches Lori uh foreman showing up at the end there didn't help you out what what that's me show i'm the only one who watches that I, who showed up at the end it was the actress who played Eric Foreman's sister. Oh, I don't know. Oh. And she looks like she's in the fucking show at the time. Like she looks like she's exactly. I was like, oh, you just took her from who the show. Is she? She's one of the she's the okay, so at the end when uh they're at the prom and the the, the Courtney and Foxy are at the table, that third girl. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. all right. Huh. Did, did not know. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. It, I do. It, it looks that. like she was doing the, the show at that time because 99 yeah. probably been around the time because i remember i i do remember that scene and being like oh oh it's that girl yeah yeah <laughs> that was the most you laughed <laughs> oh. Oh. oh 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 hello <laughs> you know what it was between a one and a half and a two so uh <laughs> i'm not shocked that i like this film the most i'm really not shocked by that <laughs> i'm just shocked how high you gave it dude I... too high <laughs> too high haven't heard that in a while oh that's fine <laughs> that's fine we'll let our our fans decide <laughs> all right what who they agree with okay yeah okay they always do they always do that's our show for this week guys make sure you follow us on social media social make sure you follow us on social media i got the mic bug all of a sudden (laughs) the mic bug we'd really appreciate it you can follow us on facebook you can also follow us on instagram at cold film underscore review and twitter you can follow or you can just go to our website That'd be great. ColdFilmInReview.com. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. Make sure you give us um, reviews on iTunes. You can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can follow Mike at, at MySolusio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect. That's our show. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure to watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>